Ringside, ringside. All right, man. We want to welcome y'all back to another episode of Ringside Views, man. I'm your host, Val. Charles the Great. Hey, let's start off with this Billy Joe. Well, the headline is Billy Joe Saunders reveals he's contemplating retirement as he breaks silence for first interview since Canelo Alvarez defeat and insists he didn't quit in the corner. Good ass headline to draw a nigga in. That nigga ain't retiring, bro. He probably nigga, is. Nigga just lost. Feeling bad. He said, regarding whether he might not retire, Saunders concluded at the end of the day, I'm 31 years old. If I don't ever want to go back, if I don't want to work again, want to sit back, want to chill, I can do that. And, yep. so it should, and so it should be. I put a lot of time into boxing and I'll pay my dues. The sport's been very, very good to me. I'm 31. I haven't took no punishment. I haven't been battered from pillar to post, brain dead, and, and can put a sense together. So I need to sit back and look at my options. That's that. I got that Canelo money. I don't care about bro, that's, that's, now, bro. that's really all it is. I mean, that's that's all he's saying. I mean, just think about that, bro. You get that big payday, the biggest of your career, I would think. And now you got – and you lost. If he had a one, we wouldn't even be hearing this shit. No way he would be talking like this if he had a one. He'd have been I mean, on that Tyson Fury, though. I don't really think, I think it's just the, I think it's just the, I think it's the money, nigga. No, bro. If this nigga I had a one, I think it's the money fight, and the injury, nigga. I think that's it. I think he's like, bro, I cashed out. I cashed out. It is what it is. I don't think he worried about coming back. That's my point. If the nigga had a one. And especially in a great fashion, champ, yada, 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 he wouldn't have been having this story. Even if he had a guy injured, that nigga would have still defended his belt at least once. But he took that L, lost in dramatic fashion, allegedly quit in the corner, so I can see it now. Yeah, he talks about that too, nigga. I mean, I mean, they don't really say nothing. They just all seem to have a story down together, him and Ben Davidson. Yeah. Like, they just seem to have their story down you know what I'm saying? So I doubt that we'll ever get what happened in that corner. I mean, it really don't even matter though at this point. Nigga lost. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who gives you know, who cares? Y'all y'all doing it for yourself. It is what it is. It's Billy Joe Sanders, bro. He been talking all that shit about getting in the ring with Canelo. He finally get in there and we knew exactly what was gonna happen, and it happened. I feel the same way about Caleb Plant, nigga. Like, I feel like, I mean, not that not that anything has started yet, but I just feel like, like they making Caleb Plant to beat us. Let me just say they making him up to be like a challenge, bro. And it's like, bro, I've, I've, I just saw you go 12 rounds with Caleb Truax, nigga. <laughs> like, like you haven't been in a ring with a nigga like Canelo. You know what I'm saying? An elite fighter, let me say that. Yeah, bro. It, it's no way you really win that fight, bro. I see the same. I see the same shit with um with Teofimo and George Camboso. Have you seen that? I, 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 kinda, I, and I know, I know, it's just build up to the fight, nigga. But it's just certain things you just gotta look at, nigga. Like, bro, it's two different leagues. Yeah, I went back the other day and watched some uh his fights, Camboso. Camboso. Yeah. Which one you saw? I don't even remember. This was yesterday, matter of fact. Um, I forgot who it was, but. I mean, he be punching with his eyes closed, head down, and that's easy pickings for T.O. Yeah, I think his dad had compared him to um, Danny. What's, <laughs> nah, what's homeboy that that T.O. beat? Magdaleno, Diego oh, Magdaleno. Yeah, his dad, uh, T.O.'s dad had compared him to 
Diego Magdaleno, he said that fight was going to be similar to that. Like you say, it's levels. I mean, I could see I could see the Cambosas being more of a fight for a couple of rounds. I mean, his last two fights are Lee Selby and Mickey Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, matter of fact, I watched that some of that fight with him and Mickey Bay. Yeah, I've seen. I saw matter of fact, I've seen that one live. That though. one. I think that was Mickey Bay's last fight. I remember watching that one. Yeah, I remember seeing that one live though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Familiar when I started watching it. Yeah, that was in 2019, and I didn't watch the Lee Selby. I didn't watch that. I saw highlights of it, but I mean, I'm just not, I'm not worried about George Camboso, bro. And people saying that Tio's overlooking George Camboso. I don't want to be disrespectful to no fighter, nigga, but bro, Tio Fimo's talented enough where he can kind of overlook, like he can bring a C game and beat a fighter like George Camboso, bro. In my opinion. Yeah, man. He just is mandatory, bro. It's not like <laughs> this nigga got to build. Man, there was one more thing I wanted to get out the way. Um, oh, this Javante Davis media workout yesterday. Yeah. You, get a chance, you get a chance to look at it. Nice. Watch, watch some of it. Nah. What it was looking like. He just, you know, the thing with Tank, bro. I, I remember watching T.O.'s media workout not too long ago and watching Tank. Tank just not really personable, nigga. But I don't really think that matters when it when it comes down to him. He already has a following. I I mean I don't know. I really ain't got no take on that shit, nigga. He weren't talking about shit. He didn't got a lot of lot better in his interviews though. I give him that. Yeah, I think he took some kind of media training. I was just gonna say he did. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they did, nigga. Because Floyd used to talk uh talk for him all the time. Yep. Hey, but one thing I one thing I want to add though, that nigga Tank was talking, bro, and he. Like, I'm going to say this, nigga. When they interview niggas, like, T.O. 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 Fimo's one of them niggas that I feel just, he talks way too much, nigga. Yeah, way too much, yeah. Way He's too hyper. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to beat this motherfucker up. You know, I'm a fast talker. Like, I'm from New York. You know, I'm real slick with it. Like, that's how T.O. be just going. Yeah, man. and he he, ends, he just ends up saying way too much and taking the sub. Like, they might, they might ask this nigga, like, bro, that's I don't Keith, know. Look, that's Keith Thurman, too. But Keith Thurman stay on subject. Yeah, like, he stay on subject. He stay on subject. But T.O. just takes it somewhere else, nigga. Like, I think it's because he young, though, bro. You got to understand, like, when you young and excited and you a champion with all that money, you know, he excited, bro. I like the enthusiasm. Yeah, and I, I, think, I think he wants to be entertaining, too. You know what I'm saying? He wants to show people that he can also talk. But it's like, bro, you doing too much. I think he just... Look at Devin Haney. He kind of does the same thing, but... Nah, 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 nah. Devin Haney got no personality, nigga. Man, he be trying though. That's the thing. He be trying though. What you mean? What you mean though? He be trying. Like he be in the camera talking, bro. Like type of business, the entertainment business. Where I feel like your personality reflects your paycheck, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I see that Tio's trying, but Tio just talks way too much. But but that but that that's not gonna hurt him. I get I get I get you saying that he's excited. I see it. You know what I'm saying? But. I mean, I ain't want to stay on that too much, nigga. I know motherfuckers don't give a fuck about that shit. But moving on, man, to Errol Spence. Errol Spence was on Barbershop Conversations, man. And in my opinion, bro, he gave up a lot of information on I don't know if you got a chance to check it out. But I think that's one of the most, um, like, open and free interviews that I've seen from a boxer, bro, ever. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, he was just... He got on Keith Thurman ass. Yeah, that's, I was just about to go into that. One of the funny things he said, he was not interested in a, in a Keith Thurman fight. He felt like Keith Thurman played him when he was up and coming prospect and he was getting in his, his stride. I would, based- bro, I would do the same thing, though, to a certain extent, bro. Thurman didn't even give him... Thurman said, go get a belt. When he got a belt, he didn't even give him the time of day. He didn't You know what I'm saying? We're going to fight. Oh. We're going to... Bro, Earl was practically begging this man for the, like, come on, let's fight, bro. 
Keith didn't want that smoke, dog. And, and he played that nigga. Era only wanted to fight him because he had a belt. You know what I'm saying? Now you don't got a belt. You know, you know. Yeah, you ain't no value to me no more. Yeah, so I'm I'm not even I don't even blame him. And it's honestly no way Keith Thurman can get a belt anytime soon either. <laughs> Bro, that's what's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like he has to go through Errol or Crawford. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like if he wanted to get a belt, bro. Like Pacquiao took your belt, and Pacquiao's now about to fight Errol. You know what I'm saying? And Crawford on the other side. You know what I'm saying? And Al Heyman ain't letting y'all go low, go over there. So yeah, you fuck, buddy. I mean, that's what happened, though. When you got the ball in your court, I know he had some injuries and all that, but he never really wanted to fight uh, Earl, so that ain't had nothing to do with injuries. He said he did. Yeah, that sounds good. We looking at your nonverbal communication, bro. You look very uneasy anytime they bring up Earl Spence. Earl said um, they asked him. He, he spoke about his fight with Danny Garcia. I don't know if you saw that part. Yeah, I saw all of it, bro. Yeah, he said he was like 75. Okay, you watched, so you watched the whole thing. Yeah, he said he was like 80%, 75, yeah, 80%. 80%, 75% versus, versus Danny, bro. And I, I felt like that was interesting, nigga. Because I said that about Danny, bro. Like, And I know it sounds crazy to say that Danny Garcia was a tune-up fight for Errol Spence. Bro, but Danny hasn't been Danny at 147. You know what I'm saying? So, And he's not, a, he's not like, a, a, like a high – he doesn't have a high work rate. You don't have you a high. You what I'm saying? So against Danny, it's like, bro, Arrow said it, bro. You can you control the pace. You can kind of do what you want against against a Danny Garcia. And, and even him at 80% was was enough. Was he felt comfortable enough where he was gonna go in and dominate, bro? You know what I'm saying? I felt I felt like that was crazy to say. Yeah, I don't think he goes and fights Sean Porter with that work rate at 80%. Well, that's why I feel like that's why Danny lost against I mean, I feel like that's why Danny loses fights, though. It's just his work rate. You know what I'm saying? His volume. Yeah. He's not a volume puncher. Yeah, if his volume was high, he would win all them fights. He would have beat Keith. He would have beat Sean. He wouldn't have beat Earl. But he definitely could have could have beat them, too, because it still was a close fight. It wasn't even well, he a would, close he fight. He would have he he gave Earl something else, to, you know what I'm saying, to consider. I'll say that. Yeah, but I don't I don't think I, – I, I still feel like Earl would have been able to capitalize on all that shit still. Well, yeah, I agree. But with Keith. And it Sean was a Porter, such. It was such. That was a close fight. Yeah, it was such a close fight. But both of those fights, it's like, if he had a higher output, yeah, easily, because he controlled moments of the fight on both, both, both uh, against both fighters. But with Earl, he ain't had shit for Earl, and we talking about Earl wasn't even at an eighty. I mean, wasn't even at a hundred. So think if Earl was at a hundred and mm-hmm. Danny came in there with a high output, he really would have got his ass whipped and probably would have got stopped. And I, one thing that I like, or uh, what I, uh, we got to hear about was when he was talking about Blu-ray. He was like, when I fought oh, yeah, Kel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, go it, ahead. When he fought all them other people, like Kel, um, what's the name? What's the black guy he fought after him? Um, uh, Peterson. Yeah, Peterson. When he From fought those people. guys, he was in the best physical shape that he's ever been in his life. And he definitely was impeccable for all those fights at the weigh-in, everything, bro. So now that he back with Blu-ray, he doing pull-ups again, push-ups. He was like, he hadn't even been really working out like that, doing crunches. Hey, two, two questions, two questions. Because in my opinion, the fact that you say that, I, I felt like recently, like, Arrow has regressed. 
You know what I'm saying? Of course, I didn't expect him to be 100% yeah. coming into Danny Garcia fight because he had just had his accident like a year prior, right? Yeah. But but the Sean Porter fight, bro, I just thought he could have beat Sean Porter a lot easier than what he did. You know what I'm saying? And and even even stuff that he said, interviews that he had after the after that fight where he said that he was on the sauna for about X amount of time trying to lose three pounds and shit like that, bro. Like, So my question to you is, is this the version of Errol Spence today? Do you think do you think he has enough to beat Kell Brook, the same Kell Brook that he fought back then? Yeah, I think so. Because I think his experience would uh, help him win that fight even easier. Not just even his physical gifts. See, then it was more of his physical gifts, not necessarily just his experience and, his, and shit like that. Now he got the physical and the experience, because even with well, that how, being how, said, how's it, how's it, how's has his uh, experience improved him? I mean, he beat Kell Brook, and he didn't won every other fight that he didn't fought. He didn't outbox yeah, he, Mike. He he beat Kell Brook. I feel like his physical uh, condition and helped him in that fight. You know what I'm saying? He outmuscled him. He outdogged him by round five or six. He that's when he started to take over. But in reality, bro, Arrow was losing that fight in the beginning rounds, and it wasn't until later on he started to come on. You know what I'm saying? Pause. And I mean, I, I, feel, I, I feel like know. he probably would have fight a fight Kell Brook totally different now, though. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, it's hard to talk about then yeah, and then comparing now. It's kind of it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to say that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just saying, since that fight, he has gotten better. He has got more polished in other areas, and that happens in life, bro. You start trying to do better at something that you're not as good at than something you were good at. You sometimes kind of slack at that. But now again, he got Blu-ray in his corner again. So I mean, we should see probably the best Earl Spence since Akel Brook. Since you fight. say that, my highlight that he said in his interview, bro, is that after Pacquiao, if he wins, he said he's coming for Terrence Crawford. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So up I'm, and I'm, ha I'm happy to hear, you know what I'm saying, that he's still he's still interested in the Terrence Crawford fight. You know what I'm saying? I don't think TC should wait for him. At all, I think I think I think Bud should do his thing. If I think if anything, Bud should be doing his thing because because uh, Errol Spence is definitely doing his thing. Well, but, the thing is, bro, he hadn't even fought yet. You get what I'm saying? Like if Terrence fought, it would have kind of lined up. If if Terrence fight, let's say in the next two months now, then that probably still line up. I still see it lining up. They, it's a possibility, but how high is that possibility? And this nigga still of, don't I, have I a still fight. I see it lining up at the end of the year or possibly next year. Uh, that's a long way from now. The end of the year and next year. So. I mean, bro, he about to fight in when when's the uh Pacquiao and 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 Errol, Errol Spence fight? In, in July? July? In July? Yeah. No, I think it, you're right, July. Hold on, hold on, bro. We ain't even got a guess. But August well, August twenty first. So Errol Errol and Manny fighting August twenty first, bro. That's two months from now. Bro, there's plenty of time for 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 Crawford to take somebody now. I mean, I'm not saying now, but take somebody in August also. I mean, he's staying in the gym. He ain't took nobody yet, though. He don't have a fight yet, though. So either he going to wait for Earl. If he takes a fight now, then, like you just said, at the end of the year, in May, whatever the case is, or before that, you know, before, like in January or whatever, or May, he'll be able to fight Earl, but he hasn't taken a fight yet. And now he going to wait all that time to fight Earl? That nah, wouldn't be smart. That's the thing. He can't wait. He got to take on the fight, bro. That's what I'm saying. He got to take on the fight. The thing is, he just can't take any fight. He just can't take any fight, bro. We don't want to see you against. I mean, uh -huh. and bro, we've been through this. I don't even want to talk about this shit no more. 
but he has to take on. You know what's crazy is that I saw I saw Mike Mike Coppinger just announced that um, Sean Porter and Thurman too are being worked on for the yeah fall. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, there goes two fights that yeah, that was his fight. That, that I mean, was I his fight. That, I understand that they PBC fighters and those fights were likely not to happen. You know what I'm saying? But I know him and Sean Porter were in the works. So it's like, what happened to that? Yeah, that would have been good for him. That would have been real good work. He'd have been ready for Earl then, for sure. What else? What else? What else, nigga? Vada testing. Yeah, that's in effect. I mean, he spoke. He spoke a lot of shit. It was a good interview overall, man. Let's move on to Lewis Adios and Jared Heard. Wasn't what I expected. I, I thought Heard was gonna get him out of there, and the first time really going for Jared Heard, he let me down. Bro, ain't that some shit? Ain't bro? that some like, shit, boy? Wow, you like took the that. words right out of my mouth. <laughs> bro, this was the first time that I was going for Jared Heard, and and he he lost, bro. No, I mean no excuses, but. And Louis Adios, I, I I haven't been like the biggest fan of his, but he picked. Yeah, up I, biggest, I give it to him. I yeah, he he, he picked up he the biggest win of his career, nigga. Over, you know what I'm saying? With a split decision, with a yeah. former unified 154 pound champion and Jared Hurd, nigga. Like, bro, like, so it's like you came up. You really came up. Hell yeah. Now and that was upset. Crazy, what's craziest that at the end of the fight, he told her he was like, "I was buzzed." You know what I'm saying? You had me. Had you had you put the pressure on, you would have took me out, and I would have lost. Yeah. That's crazy for another fighter to admit. You bro, because he was, bro, I was about to fucking buzzed. Her just couldn't close the deal for some reason, bro. Well, he started off late. You know what I'm saying? He's well, that's that's Jay Hurd shit, say, though. I don't, I don't even want to say he started off late. He 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 was trying to box for the first five rounds, which he gave up. He gave he gave away a couple rounds in the beginning because of that. Probably all of them, bro. Like at a certain point, the fight got closer. Yeah. But it's just not the same hurt that we're used to seeing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's I not the same to get that nigga out of This ain't the same hurt that I saw fight Lada. It's not the same hurt that I saw fight Tony Harrison. It's not the same hurt I saw against uh whoever the fuck else. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know what they're doing. Coach K and them. It seemed like he got a good team around him. But just his fighting style is like they they still trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that Jared Hurd is a boxer at all. You know what I'm saying? He's more of a pressure fighter. We know that. Uh, and I, I I think I think they should just add to that, to him being a pressure fighter. Make him the yeah, best I was just going to say, add to that, bro. Make him the best pressure fighter that they can. He uses his size. He breaks you down. He takes you into deep waters. You know what I'm saying? That's the Hurd that we're used to seeing. And I understand that that style takes a lot of punishment, bro. So work work on his defense. Don't have that nigga working I'm, off the shoulder. About, yeah, work, never, no shoulder roll, no shoulder roll. Use the jab. Those bro, two that, things right that, there. That shoulder roll, cause cause he's a slow. He's slow. He doesn't have the reflexes to have a shoulder roll to to work off the Philly. Bro, show. he be getting so, hit any fucking way. Shit, the fuck. What's the point of using it for nigga? Boom, boom, boom. Three hit combos on your ass. And that's another thing. Louis Adis came out aggressive. Yeah, he was piecing that man up in that shoulder roll. But when he went high guard, he was successful. I always looked at Hurd more like I know niggas talk about they comparing on Antonio Margarito a lot, bro. I always seen him more like Winky Wright. Like if he adopted that style a little bit more, bro, he would be very successful, bro. Because that that's already what kind of like what he was doing. He was walking you down using his size, and that's he has to use those things to his advantage, bro. He doesn't have speed, he doesn't have reflexes, but he has power. Well, I'm not gonna say he has power. He got but, some pop. He got some hits. Like, you know, he, he can yeah, stun he, you. He he breaks you down and uses his size and he walks you down. You know what I'm saying? So 
continue doing that. Just help the boy with some defense. Don't have him, bro. He was throwing jabs off the shoulder. Come on, bro. Like that's not that's not him. He looks he looks very uncomfortable in there. Very uh, he yeah. He just doesn't look like himself. And I'm not saying that they need to switch trainers. I've been seeing that a lot where they saying that that him and Coach K they not going. It's not it's not a good mix. I don't agree with that, bro. I, I feel like Coach K is very uh, a very intelligent coach that. They they gonna figure it out, you know what I'm saying? They are gonna figure it out, and it might take a while, maybe a fight, two fights, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think I don't think Hurt is done, and I don't think he needs to switch trainers. I think they gonna figure it out. So, but nah, he definitely ain't done. I mean, why do people feel like that when a nigga take a couple losses, and you young that you done? Like what? What the fuck? I don't like that logic, dog. I don't like that logic, bro. Like. So when you start taking L's, if you a good fighter, great fighter, ain't had no losses, and you take two losses, three losses, your career over with, bro. Like you have a couple bad days. I think it depends on the fighter, though. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Jared Hurd. Why would he? Why would his career be over with, bro? Not saying you saying it. I'm just saying that's what they. I was saying the comments. That's what what people saying. Like it's over. Like that, and I don't think so, bro. Because this was a very close fight. You know what I'm saying? I, I think one of the things is that he overlooked. He overlooked Louis Adias, bro. I, I honestly think he overlooked him. I think he was gonna be easy. He was gonna come in and do what he wanted to do with, to him, uh, and and that wasn't the case. Adias and, and, prepared well, though. Let's not take credit away from him. He prepared well. Like the, the Jared Heard that came out there was not the better man that that day. Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing, too. Louis Adia said, bro, he just hired Israel Salas, Ismael Salas, six weeks uh, remaining into the fight. You know what I'm saying? So he admitted that his preparation probably wasn't all that good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he said that going forward, it was like he, it, this just gave him a second life. You know what I'm saying? It motivated Louis Adia to go ahead and do his thing, which is good for him. It's mm-hmm. good for him. You know what I'm saying? But. It, I mean, he's going to campaign at 154, but, bro, how far is Louis Adi's going to go? You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, he's a fighter who plateaued a long time ago. I was just trying to say, now, I could see him losing again and somebody saying his career being over with, but well, Bro, regardless. that's what they were saying. He took two losses, same thing. He was just in the same he position in the last fight versus, uh, I think, what he he had a draw with uh with uh Rosado, with Gabe Rosado. You know what I'm saying? He could sell a fight. He could talk shit leading up to the fight, but it's kind of like, we just know, bro, you're not going to deliver. You know what I'm saying? He didn't deliver against Jacobs. He was talking that shit versus Jacobs, had me believing that he was going to come in and do his thing, and, and Jacobs had a challenge, bro. You remember that shit, bro? We watched that shit in my crib. You know what I'm saying? It sounds good uh, leading up to the fight, but it just coming into the fight is not, he not who he say he is. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, shout outs to him. Congrats to him. He did his thing. And, I mean, we'll see where, where he goes. But, uh, Heard, bro, no excuses for Heard. I mean, his dad just passed. He switched trainers. This is what, his second fight with Coach K. He did come off like a 17 month layoff or some shit, bro. I mean, we coming from a pandemic. The motherfucker blo- ballooned up to 200 pounds. So, all those things included, not making an excuse for Hurd, but I don't think it's over for him, bro. Nah, it ain't. I don't see that at all. Like you just said, with all that considering, bro, the nigga is human, bro. Like, it, that, that's what I don't think people don't understand also. Like, these fighters go through a lot. Mayweather talk about, he said, I may, ne- may have never lost in a ring, but I've lost in life. Losing yeah. in life it hurts more than a, a loss on your record, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can come back from that shit. Some shit you can't even come back from, like dog. Losing a mom, a parent, or something like that. Your kid, he like you know. These people have lost a lot, and they still going to work to 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 make money for their family 
and do this in front of the whole world. Not everybody can do that type of stuff. So shouts out to Jed Hurd for even taking a fight and going all 12 rounds. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a good fight. It was a close fight. And he said that he felt like he won at the end, which I disagree with. I, I don't think he won. Even with the knockdown, I don't, I don't think he won. I don't think he did it. Bro, he was eating right hands the whole fight. Yeah. <laughs> bro, like, nah, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, man, he shout did out come to, back strong, though. Yeah, shout out to Louis Adios, man. We'll see where he goes from here. And Jared Hurd, man, don't come back until it's time, bro. You know what I'm saying? He Jared Hurd is a very likable fighter. This was the first fight that I was actually rooting for him, bro, because he's always fought. I mean, he fought. Abe's line louder, bro. That that used to be one of my favorite fighters. Shit, Trout. I mean, I I, I just wasn't his his style wasn't what I like. You know, it's not that likable. Yeah, but I mean, if we watching fights right now, then I'm actually rooting for you because you're the fighter that I know is more consistent. You know what I'm saying? But and we know what you can do. And what we know that you can do, we thought that was enough to do what you do against this nigga, and it wasn't. It wasn't at all. (laughs) Like that nigga came in uh, giving you them. Them skippity paps all yeah. night. <laughs> hey, before we move on from this topic, one thing I do want to bring up is him him calling out Charlo before the fight. Every other interview he was doing, he was calling out Charlo and saying that that was the best. And fight see, when you before. said something about that the other day, I was just like, I don't know about that. And then this shit happened. The nigga lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So two things. I don't think. I think. I think this speaks to letting fights marinate, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the best should fight the best, bro, which we've already talked about. And and I, I see why certain fights should marinate. But, mm-hmm. bro, Jared Hurd and Charlo, Jamel Charlo, they not the type of fighters that people are looking for. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they're, they're not going to create a bigger buzz than what they already was around them fighting each other. Yeah. So why wait? You know what I'm saying? Then you get shit like this happens because then Charlo went on to, to lose to Tony Harrison. There goes his O, you know what I'm saying? He got his belts back, but there goes O, which takes away from the fight with Jared Hurd. And then Jared Hurd went on to lose to J-Rock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we've seen yeah. where his career went. And from now there. he took another L. It's like that fight had never happened now, bro. Exactly. He was saying right before the fight, he was like, fuck the belts. He was like, this is still the best fight to make. And I probably would have agreed with him. Had he now, you was, go- you was definitely agreeing with the nigga. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was. But now... Bro, we saw what he had, and it's not that, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, got to take it back to the drawing board, buddy. Yep, you too, uh, Val. You going right to the drawing board, with, right along with that nigga with that shit you was, bro, you was really it, going it, for. It, bro, it would have been – you don't think – it would have been a good fight had not had that not happened. You know what I'm saying? Charlo would have smashed Jared Hurd, bro. Yeah, I mean, he would now. We, I, we I feel, I feel like that fight – that fight's been dead, really by the good. way. Oh, by the way, should have really kind of happened. Get that sentiment from me before that fight's dead. I'm not. I'm no longer. I don't think the general public is interested in the Jared Hurd and Charlo fight at this point. Oh no, not at all. Uh, Jared Hurd had to knock out the next three niggas, and they had to be some pretty good competition too, and, and for that to fight to be about again, bro. It probably wouldn't even have to be at 154, bro. I mean, I could see that fight at 160. 160. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think 160, Charlo. I mean, uh, that's what Charlo's saying. He gone. He leaving after Castano. That's what he said. He ain't saying that, but I'm saying that's what that's what it looked like. Like he ain't finna be there too much long, especially when Earl move up in two fights. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't see him. You know, having a reason to stay down there no more. Oh, cause Arrow did say that. He said he wanted to come up, huh? Yeah. So he, he want to move up after Crawford. 
about time, you know, I want to see him move up. He say he's gonna be I, a lot stronger. Yeah, bro. We just talked about this on the last episode where we said that he 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 would be a lot stronger at uh at one sixty. He perform like we see a better performance yeah. from him. We did say that. We did say that he'd be a lot stronger, a lot stronger against niggas that's in his weight class anyway. We know he's a natural welterweight, but I mean he has to come down from like one eighty a lot. So is that really a natural welterweight? Just because that's the only thing you campaigned that. He said he had one fifty eight right now too. That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but you know this 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 something I take out of the, the Earl Spence interview. Not to like we pretty much off this little subject anyway. But since back. We, yeah, since we own him, like what he said in the interview about him not taking it serious, that serious, him not doing certain workouts that he was doing, him not training like as hard as he could have, being pushed you know, by Blu-ray and shit like that. Like, I looked at Earl like, you know, a nigga that stay in the gym, which he does, but ain't no point in staying in the gym if you're not pushing yourself. Not talking about him, but just saying in general. So, you got a lot of boxers that want to be the best, that want to be great, but are they are, are they really putting in that work? Are they really being a... Do they have somebody holding them accountable when they should be putting in that work in the gym? Yeah. You've seen the grace do it, bro. I, I don't think Floyd ever probably took a day off when he was training for a fight or even getting ready or even thinking about a fight. You yeah. see you see a lot of fighters, bro, balloon up in weight, um, not in really training. Fights. Yeah, yeah. Dr- drinking. Mm-hmm. Like, he said when he flipped the car over, you know, all of that was going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad he back focused. And I, I'm kind of it's sad that he had to go through what he went through, but that, of course, still makes you a better person and a stronger person. Mm-hmm. But damn, bro, like, you know, you look at Devin Haney. Devin Haney is a guy that looks like he that he he lives, sleep, eat shit boxing. Mm-hmm. Mikey Garcia. But then you got some of the, the fighters that's like the top elite that might not be working all that hard consistently for all these fights. So, well, that's I mean, just adding on, I think that's one of the things that we spoke about. Um, with Devin Haney, where uh, where he even though he made that mistake with Linares. Mm-hmm. If Devin Haney is who he say he is, then he's gonna correct that mistake and keep it moving. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like I'm not. People want to say exposed and want to say, you, you know what I'm saying, bro. He, back to what we were saying last week is he was 22 years old, bro. He's gonna go in the gym and him being a boxer that he say he is or what he's shown us to be, bro. He's gonna go in there and make those corrections. You know what I'm saying? And come out with a better version of himself. So it's like just adding on to what you say. A certain, certain, certain fighters stay in the gym and work on these crafts, and they go back and and look at the mistakes that they've done. Or like a Canelo, Canelo stays in the gym and he's constantly working on his craft. And we know that because we see it come out in their performances. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Opposed to not shitting on Adrian Broner, but we see him balloon up during the during in between fights. And we see how he's performing every time he comes out. We see how he looks. He looks the same or even now worse where he's regressing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He doesn't, he doesn't, he looks like a shell of himself. You know what I'm saying? And I could just imagine who Adrian Broner would be right now had he stayed in the gym, bro. There's, there should be no reason why he shouldn't be just as big as Canelo, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because he's, he's, he's a personality, bro. He's very personable. He's funny. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? if he hadn't took any of them losses, he he would have been right up there with Canelo. Yeah, even with the Maidana loss, because I don't feel like the Maidana loss did anything to his to nah. him. 
Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? It did. It wasn't one of those fights where we like, ah, he trash, bro. If anything, I was like, bro, because oh, he got better as the fight went yeah, on. I was like, bro, this nigga can fight. He not giving up. That shit just fool for thought. All right, man, let's move on. Badu Jack, man. Easy money. Yeah, what's his cat's name that he fought? Who Badu cares? Versus Devin Colina. So in case y'all didn't know, Badu, Badu Jack was supposed to face uh, John Pascal, but Pascal fell like. Badu four. Jack. He fell like four uh, anti-doping tests. Good dope. Yeah, he was on that juice. Kalina was just a replacement for Pat for uh, Pascal. Yeah, so we really can't say shit about that. Yeah, I mean, I know. I mean, all I can say is I saw Badu Jack. He said that he was pissed after the fight because he really wanted to get his friends versus Pascal. So, you feel me? This nigga got to cheat the beat. That make me think the first time he cheated, bro. That's what, yeah. And that's that nigga what they, still was getting like, his ass with. Really lost. Yeah, it makes you wonder how long you how long you been doping. Because you look at his physique, bro. That nigga John Pascal kind of. Nigga been on that good dope for a long time, bro. Fuck it. Like, he fucked up a whole car, bro. That car would have been kind of lit, bro. Heard and that fight, bro. Yeah, because the first fight was good. So this fight. Come on, bro. Yes, bro. Stop it, dog. Like, he fucked the whole court up with that shit, bro. You know the thing with Badu Jack, man? It's like, bro, he's been in some. He's He's been. He's had some weird fights, bro. And they do not be going his way. They do not go his way. How old is he? He's 37, 38, 37. I don't I mean, know. He said the only reason he stayed here was uh he was for his rematch versus Pascal. So I think he wants to move up. But even then, it's like he's not. I mean, he's 37. He's not really like, you know what I'm saying? We can't. I get what you're saying. He in a weird place in his career with the competition around him and shit. And the fights that he should have won, you know, he could have probably be retiring right now and still and winning graces and shit, but it didn't go that way. He didn't get those, get those nods. So now he had a point. It's like, damn, kind of, kind of a slippery slope in no man's land. Man, I agree. Because you really was just about to fight Pascal, probably win, and then what does that really do for you? You just, you just got your revenge back. Yeah. So it's like, where does he go from here? Does he retire? No, he doesn't want to retire, and I don't want to retire that man. But he's thirty-seven, uh, one seventy-five. He doesn't really compete. You know what I'm saying? So. No man's landed, bro. Yeah. All right. So, so Mayweather versus Logan, bro. You could touch on it. I ain't, I ain't really wanna. Shit. <laughs> you seen a 43, 44 year old fighter go up against a man that's 30 more pounds bigger than him. And a lot of people was expecting Mayweather to knock him out. But Mayweather told y'all that he's older. I'm just here to entertain. So he never, ever committed to knocking this man out. He never hey, alluded to it. Huh? You don't think he was trying to take him out? I mean, I think he was trying to hit him and hurt him a little bit, but I don't think – I think if he really wanted to get him out of it, I think he would have. Nah, I'm not, I, think, I, I think Floyd was trying to take him out, bro. I think I think he had every intention to take him out. And I could see it after the fourth, fifth round, Floyd really stepped it up. And you got – bro, you could tell he was trying to take him out. I think he was pissed at the end that he couldn't take him out. Man, that's a big dude holding a lot, bro, though. That's the thing, you know, like <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, I, I think Floyd was surprised once he got in there. I think he was surprised. Uh, I don't want to say at Logan's skills, but I just think he was caught off guard by Logan, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I think he was caught off guard. 
I do think he was trying to take him out. Uh, the size difference was probably the reason they couldn't, bro. And Floyd has never been like the biggest puncher, and it's kind of like that's why I really don't ever want to see him fight nobody that big again. Once I was watching the fight, I'm like, nah, bro, you need to fight somebody no bigger than one sixty five at least. Yeah, because because McGregor was pretty big. Pause. Yeah, McGregor was. If you remember that fight, McGregor had a, a size difference over him. Yeah, but it wasn't like this size difference. Nah, this it nigga, wasn't. 30 pounds. Yeah. So, and he was I, still able to get him out of there. I take him out. I just don't think that he, he he really got the chance to because Logan was holding so much and just how big he was, you know what I'm saying, and his, his arm reach. Even when Floyd wasn't punching the nigga when he was coming forward, but he was just trying to hold every time because he, he didn't have a punch to counter any of that. Just think about that, bro. You're going up against one of the greatest fighters ever, bro. And a lot of times, fighters fight faint with all kind of faints, foot faints, body faints. Um, you know, they can counter, they can counter your punch with a punch. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just certain shit that boxers do that Logan couldn't do. <laughs> so he held. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he was tired too. Them, them body shots. He said it. Logan said it at the end of the fight. He said that, that Floyd went to the body more than what he was expecting or, or more than what he was used to during his sparring session. So uh, that just speaks to Logan's conditioning, bro. Like, I really can't even take nothing away from that man. That man won a full eight rounds with Floyd. You know what I'm saying? So I do think that it's kind of like what me and you was joking about. Like, if we was tra trained for Floyd, it's like I'm working on my conditioning. Yep. So I think that's exactly what this man did. Knowing that Floyd doesn't get tired, you know, but yeah, and you and you're the bigger fighter, and you're gonna get tired more tired than him anyway. That's yeah, just... you got muscles and shit, you know what I'm saying? So you need your body just naturally needs more yeah. and more. And so, but going, uh, I think the question, the question that everybody's been saying, is this good for boxing, bro? How you feel about that, bro? It's how is it bad for boxing? It still gets yeah, boxing for talked about Jared Hurd and Louis Adias and Badu Jack, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, that the casual public doesn't know about. So exactly, and, like it just, and, it just. And her gave you a good fight. Yeah, a good ass fight. Where that he wanted, but it was a good fight. It was an action packed fight. And it just brings boxing attention, bro. Because guess what? We got a bunch of dope ass fights coming up. This was just entertainment, bro. Muhammad Ali did it. Sugar Ray Robinson did it. Shit, who? George Foreman, who? Mike Tyson. They just literally did it, bro. Yeah, like. I mean, it's an exhibition, bro. I don't even understand. But that just know that just lets you know that people really some hating ass people on Floyd Mayweather, bro. That just is what it is. When niggas saying that he lost, all of that shit, bro. It's an exhibition, dog. Like I, I don't, I don't see how I, I, I really can't even wrap my mind on how stupid this shit is, dog. Y'all mad at a nigga for making money off an exhibition that you bitch ass niggas bought? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I gotta go with uh Stephen A on this one, bro. I don't I don't feel like it's good or bad. Me personally, uh I think it puts more pressure on the promoters, bro, to make better fights. You know what I'm saying? I think that's one of the reasons why we don't see good fights. Or why 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 boxing is dying is because we don't see good fights. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like this year we're getting a lot of good fights, but just in general, bro, I don't. I feel like we don't see the fights that we should see when when we should see them. We just spoke about Hurd and and Charlo. That's that should have been a fight that we should have saw. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that that's the type of fight that will bring casuals in, 
but them the type of fights that'll keep boxing. Oh, if Charlo is in a fight, the black people gonna watch. The black people know about Charlo. The casuals, they know about the lines. So if they fight in any fight and it's a major fight and, you know, the promoters is promoting it, they're going to watch them niggas. Facts. Yeah. I'm just saying, just in general, you know what I'm saying? I just think if, if we, if, if boxing just put on better fights, you know what I'm saying? You see UFC. I mean, you see UFC. UFC, they, they you know what I'm saying? They don't be picking and choosing. They don't got different promoters. They don't, you know what I'm saying? They ain't no top rank versus uh, PBC. Yeah, that shit's structured differently, dog. We can't even prepare boxing to them, though. I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, all that shit just fucks it up and divides shit. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like, like I just just to put a button on the shit, bro. I just feel like this this type of uh, entertainment or these type of boxing events just puts more pressure on the on the promoters to to put on better better fighting events, better boxing events, better matches, all that shit. So, I mean, we getting the fights. Don't get me wrong here and there, and that's why we got to be happy when we do get them. We got we got Lomachenko and motherfucking Tio. We wanted to see Tank and Loma. Don't look like we ever see that fight, but who knows who we, who we are going to see Tank fight in the future. Man, Tank, I'm telling you this right now. Tank is not fighting nobody, nigga. They not letting Tank fight nobody of a threat, bro. And what you think the reason for that is? That's just how they marketing him, bro. That's just the type of fighter. Bro, okay, so even being on the subject, even being on the subject. Okay, before, okay. So who do you think they do take on, a risk on, on him? Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Let me, let me take this. Let me take this. Because Floyd said it. He said he doesn't fight for a legacy. He fights to, to for money, basically. Bro, his name's Money Made. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not surprised that he takes on fights like this. I'm not. I'm, I mean, Floyd's did what he did, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's paid his dues. Now he could take off and make 100 mil. I'm not I'm not mad at these type of fights, bro. But just, but just by the fact that he said that lets me know how they market and tank. Tank is not taking no threats. He's not taking on no hard fights. They might make it seem like Mario Barrios is a hard fight because he's going up two weight classes and Mario Barrios is the taller fighter and this and this and that. Bro, but Mario Barrios hasn't taken anybody of the of the skill level of Tank. You know what I'm saying? So they know what they're doing when they position him against uh, Santa Cruz, uh, uh, Pedraza, uh, uh, Mario Barrios. They know what they're doing versus these fighters, bro. You know what I'm saying? They're not selling the the they when they when they when they market these fights when they try to sell these fights to us they not selling the actual skill of the other fighter you know what i'm saying they not talking about mario barrio's knockout rate or his or his his undefeated record they not talking about his last opponents they talking about the size difference the physical advantage difference you know what i'm saying that's how they selling that shit to us because he's not really a threat outside of those things it's not really a threat you know what i'm saying and if you know boxing, you know skills pay the bills. So height and reach isn't really a factor. Really in the you know what I'm saying? So they not they not they not worried about Tank taking on Lomachenko or Teofimo or Devin Haney, bro. They worried about getting this man pay per view numbers. You know what I'm saying? And getting him the biggest fights possible. Okay, but this is my question to you. I hear the you. Biggest I, fights I, don't have to be the big. Teofimo is not a name. He might have all the belts, but he's not a big name. Tank is. Ryan so that's my that's my question to you. This is the only question I want to ask you. So who is a big name fighter that you fuck with or whatever you want to call it that you think Tank actually does take that does bring in pay per view numbers and is an elite fighter? Nobody, who, who nobody is on the same hemisphere as as Tank when it comes to that, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's is really who he picks and chooses. He's the draw. 
It's really up to him. It's really, you know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, so but, let me let me that, let me let me ask you this look, a different way then. No, but check that out. Even with me saying that, that just lets me know. Oh, that's that should just let you know that, bro. He's so. Not, so, do you think he would have fought Ryan Garcia? That's a money fight. They both a got a fight. bunch of yeah, but yeah, he he would fight that fight. That's 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 what I'm at. That's all I'm asking you. That's I'm I'm talking about wh who you think. I ain't saying the fight that happened. But I'm saying, besides Ryan Garcia, because Ryan didn't want to take the fight. Yeah, who, Ryan, bro, Golden Boy is not going. Ryan Garcia, I mean, Golden Boy. I mean, we knew that, we knew that. But I'm saying, you do think that Tank would have took the fight? Yeah, that. Tank would took that fight. Yeah, that's an okay. easy fight for him. And that's the only other fighter, though. I mean, so, I don't know where Tank is going. I'm just saying he doesn't need to fight a Lomachenko. He doesn't need to fight a T.O. Well, yeah, that ship and sell then went. But the, the T.O. fight, they in the same weight class. They've been they didn't spoil each other. They've been bumping and talking they're not, shit. They're not, they're not doing that. Why would so, they? Why so, would, what does T.O. What has he done to deserve a Tank fight? That's that's what they're gonna say. So who who does Tank fight next in your opinion then? Bro, he could pick and choose. Had you asked me the same question after the Santa Cruz fight, bro, I would have never in a million years said Mario Barrios. Bro, he could pick and choose. That's the thing with Tank. Tank is the draw. He can pick and choose. And they know that. That's why he doesn't have to take on threats. He he all they gotta do is sell you the threat. They don't they don't actually have to take on a threat. We know hey, Mario Barrios ain't no threat, nigga. But bro, people gonna show up. People gonna pull up for that. You know what I'm saying for that. Hey, eventually though, he gonna have to fight somebody. Yeah, but eventually, bro, he he done. He's gonna have. Eventually, he's gonna make his money. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna make more money than what he's making now. He's already a pay per view a pay per view draw. You know what I'm saying? So they're gonna continue to put him on pay per view, and he's gonna continue to make money, and they don't ever have to take on a threat. By the time that they take on a Teofimo, bro, Teofimo, if it happens, I don't know, but he'll probably have taken a loss. By the time that they'll never see Devin Haney, Devin Haney's gonna be at 140. We know Tank is not a 140 pounder, you know what I'm saying? So Devin Haney's gonna go to 147 and they're gonna, they're never gonna cross paths. They don't need to at this point, you know what I'm saying? Because their excuse is gonna be like, oh, Tank is really a 130 pounder. You know what I'm saying? So that I, don't, I definitely don't see them taking Devin Haney. Floyd already alluded to that a, a while back that that probably won't be nothing. And if it Shakur, do, you think they gonna fight Shakur at 130? Nah, hell no. Nah. They not, bro. They gonna they gonna dodge these. Like niggas. you just said, you just answered your own question. Like why would they? Why would they? Why would they need to fight Shakur? He ain't nobody right now. That, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't see. I don't see Tank ever taking on a a, a true threat or taking on these names that we want to see him against, bro. They gonna move on and up out of these divisions and he's not going to make it to 147 because of stature and just, you know what I'm saying? Just how he's, he's shaped. Yeah. So on to uh, Shakur Stevenson and, and Nakathalia, man. So we know that Shakur is going, he's going to demolish his dude. He's going to walk right through him, man. But really, really my take is where does Stevenson go from here, man? Because I think they lining him up to take on Jamel Herring and that'll be his first big up step up fight. But I, I kind of see Shakur being in the same position as uh, as Terrence Crawford, bro, where he's just gonna be waiting on opponents. I mean, hoping he get the uh, hearing fight though. Yeah, I, I, that, that's a, that's they both on top rank, so I see that happening. Yeah, that's that's doable, but after that fight, they not gonna get Oscar Valdez. You know what I'm saying? I don't see that fight happening no time. Yeah, that's who he want to fight. 
Yeah, that's really who he want. He got the Valdez got the WBC, but they not gonna give him that fight no time soon. I mean, it's really not even in top ranks' interest to 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 send Valdez out there so early after after getting getting that belt. You know what I'm saying? They might make some money off of him for a little bit. He got a little fan base out there in California. Sell some tickets, and then probably two three fights down the line, give him the Shakur or somebody. Mm-hmm. But other than that, man, I don't I don't really know where Shakur goes from here, man. Yes, yeah, a lot of directions he could go, but is he gonna get them fights? He's gonna go now, up. Is he gonna get those fights? He's calling out a lot of people out, but I mean, is he gonna get those fights? He's really a threat, bro. And I don't. He's 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 what we what we usually say. What we usually say. We say uh high risk, low. Oh yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We know he's gonna be. He's the best at 130. I think he's the best between 130, 135, 140. If he makes it to 140, you know what I'm saying? I don't see nobody beating Shakur. Between 130 and 135. So he beats T.O., he beats uh, Tane, Devin. Who you, think, who you think will be his biggest challenge? Nobody. And what you feel that he brings <laughs> to the table to get rid of all these guys? Shakur Stevenson, let me say this. Shakur Stevenson, uh, bro, he, he has great boxing ability. Like his, his boxing IQ is superior to T.O., superior to Devin Haney. You know what I'm saying? I think him and Tank probably mesh well. That'll probably be a good fight. But Shakur has the physical attributes to help him win that fight against Tank. You know what I'm saying? So any way you slice it, I just feel like Shakur has enough skill to, to beat all these dudes. You know what I'm saying? T.O. has power. He has boxing ability. I don't think he has the same IQ as Shakur. Uh, well, I got I to gotta see him fight against a, like somebody really, really good, though, to just... I, I see, I, I see, I see what you're talking about, but it's the same shit. Like with Devin Haney, we haven't seen Devin that Devin Haney that we seen nah. the other day. No, 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 no. I've seen more out of Shakur Stevenson than I. I no, you're not. You're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm not saying. I'm not comparing them at all. I'm just saying the the guy Devin Haney we saw the other day. We know he's good, all that. But when we saw him fight the other day, he did some good elite competition shit level shit against. Lenares that we hadn't really seen. He hadn't even had the competition really to do it. And that's what I'm saying about Shakur. For for me to agree with that, because I do see everything you saying about him, like his range, like his defense. So hasn't taken on the competition? I can't say that. No, I'm saying I have I, I would want, like, how we see T.O. and Loma fight, and we like, okay, yeah, T.O. probably is really the truth, bro. He fought Loma and the fight before that. Cormier, like, okay, this guy. Yes. Okay, so so I'm gonna stop you right there. That's that's why I can't agree with that because I've seen certain things out of Shakur that I didn't see out of Haney. Haney, Haney hadn't fought nobody to really bring certain things out of him. You know what I'm saying? But up until the Linares fight, right? And you brought up Tio, bro. We saw Tio go 12 rounds with Nakatani, right? He he's he. We saw a lot of uh. We saw I don't want to say struggle, but we saw him get challenged a little bit in that fight, right? And then his next step of fight was Richard Comey, which was a Richard Comey was a title holder. You know what I'm saying? He had just beat Ray. That's Bell. what I'm saying. I want to see what Shakur do against Hearing and what other good fights he he get. But he to, but he's but he's taking on those fights. You know what I'm saying, bro? He he fought Chris Diaz. Yeah, that was a good step up fight. He did good against that nigga, but 
And that's uh, that's all I'm saying is I've seen certain things out of Shakur that I hadn't seen out of Devin Haney because Devin Haney hadn't had the same competition. But I can't say that about Teofimo because Teofimo, before he took on Loma, we already know what Teo had because he took William Silva. He took Diego uh, Magdaleno. He had took on uh, Nakatani and he had Richard Comey. You know what I'm saying? So he had he had a good resume up to that point. They weren't elite fighters, but it was good to see him. Devin Haney doesn't have nobody on his resume along those names up until Linares. You know what I'm saying? And Shakur, all I'm saying is that with Shakur, he does. Shakur does have certain names on his resume where it's like little step-up fights and you see them building him up, building him up. You know what I'm saying? He got Joel... Joel Gonzalez, they he got uh, a clear. That's what I'm saying. Little step up fights. I'm talking about like the step up, the real step up fights that you just mentioned for Tio is what I need to see for Shakur to just to be able to just without a hunt, what like how you without a shadow of a doubt feel that way. I need those to see those fights to feel that way about Shakur. Like I said, I see the skill set. Like he definitely has a skill set, the defense. He definitely have all of the tools. He definitely yeah. passes the eye test, but I just want to see him in there with, with those big, big, big elite guys. And I'm not necessarily even talking about necessarily Tank because we know he's not gonna get that fight. But I just don't I don't think Shakur is gonna have that same luxury, bro. There's not there's not big names at 130 like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you got you got Navarrete, you got Oscar Valdez, but by the time that he gets those fights. We got Burchell at 130. By the time that he, those are, those are, those are champions. Those are, aside from, uh, from Burchell, which he's just lost his belt. So I can't even really say that statement full heartedly. Yeah, like those are no champions, you know what I'm saying? Linares hadn't held a title since, since Lomachenko, you know what I'm saying? So he had already had a couple fights where he wasn't the elite at, at an elite level, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, with Shakur, we're not gonna see that. He is gonna be the elite. He is that's all he can do, which is what he has been doing, is taking on these little step up fights. He's not gonna take on a big name because it's really not big names at 130. And the, the big names that are there are champions, you know what I'm saying? So by the time that he gets to those names, he's already gonna be established. It's not gonna be the same buildup because he's going through the buildup now. He just not he they just not gonna have big names. I think Chris Diaz to me was a big name was a big name. Clary, I mean even though he's still young too. Joette Gonzalez, he's still young too. You know what I'm saying? I think that's just what we're gonna see. You know you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm just saying I, I need to see him in th those <laughs> fights regardless of all of what you're saying. I still need to see him in those fights. I got you. I, I need to see him fight somebody with the talent level over Tank Davis. Whenever that is, I I'll be waiting on it. Until then, I'm going to be enjoying the fights that he's giving us. I mean, it ain't yeah. his fault. I'm not blaming him or anything. It's the same way with Devin Haney. Devin Haney wanted to fight all these guys, but you don't get the fights. Same with fucking Terrence Crawford. He want to fight the best, but it ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? So I get to see him fight lower-level fighters. That's not the elite fighters. Like, it's like Shakur and Terrence is basically having going to have the same thing. Like, Shakur like, Steven. I see I see TC moving. I see, but I don't see him staying with top rank. Yeah, right. I'm saying up until this point, though. Like, yeah. up until this point right now. All these fighters that Terrence Crawford has fought after Jeff Horn, bro, I don't think he wanted to fight them niggas. Like, I'm sure he would have preferred to fight 
So maybe Keith Thurman, some Sean Porters, Danny Earl, et cetera, Manny Pacquiao, et cetera. But he hasn't been able to get none of those fights. And I'm saying for everything you just said, that's the same shit Shakira Stevenson, is, as long as he's on top rank, is going to happen to him as well. So, again, he's going to watch everybody until he's in there with a real live nigga. Then we'll really know. We'll really see those skills displayed. We don't know if that if if, if he's really that fighter against those that level of competition yet. Same with Terrence. We know how cold this nigga is. We know this. But we have we seen him fight the Earls, the Keeps? No, we haven't. Not at 147. We can say, oh, well, I know if he do fight Keith Thurman, he'll work, run circles around him, except, but we have yet to see it. I got you. No matter what the reasons are, we haven't seen him fight none of them niggas. Like Earl said, bro, this nigga Terrence Crawford didn't chase Manny Fire. Has yet to get the fight. This nigga Earl gets the fight in his sleep. Earl probably woke up. I'm fighting Fanny Pacquiao. Like you said earlier, dog. When we're boxing, we want to see the best fight, the best when it's when it should happen. We we might not see that with Terrence. We haven't seen it with Terrence, and we might not see it with Shakur Stevenson as long as he on this on, on top rank. Stop letting fights marinate, man. They're letting them marinate too much for what? Just fight. Fucking Tommy Hearns and Sugar Ray Leonard fought at hot, well, how old? In their 20s. They wasn't even 25. But all these niggas, 22, 23, and I want to say Tommy Hearns and Sugar was both. All, all these niggas, niggas still tank. All them niggas is 22 to 25, bro. Hey, man, that's all I got. Another episode in the tank. And make sure y'all y'all subscribe, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, follow us on whatever platform, man. Like whatever y'all gotta do. Subscribe, rate, review, comment, up, comment. Man, that's it. We out.